Welcome again to H2 with me, Denise Villamahia, talking health and hypnosis. My guest today is from the UK, from the West Country, and he's going to talk about mostly about what he did before he became a hypnotist of some repute. And I'm going to put it in now so we don't run out of space. He's also written a great book called Cavemen and Polar Bears. So, hi, Andy. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. What are you going- well, it seems to intrigue a lot of people when I say that actually 32 years of my life were spent as a police officer. I joined the military police with the Royal Air Force when I was 17. And my young lady wanted me to leave the service and get married and bring a family up in Sibby Street. And I um, I left when I was 20. And I joined the um, Avon and Somerset Constabulary in Bristol in the UK. And I spent the next 28 years with them. So, um, yeah, I was a police officer for a good deal of my life. I'm, I'm now 57, so over half of my life. So um, it's just the thing that intrigues a lot of people just when they find out that I'm now a hypnotherapist. And the first question they ask is, how on earth did that happen? Before I became a hypnotherapist myself, coming from medicine, that would have been my question, too. Now I can see how it fits. But why don't you, since you've lived that particular story, tell us a bit more. Well, uh, it was... Funnily enough, I don't see it as a big transition. You know, I I went into the police service not to be the big bully, not to be the authoritarian, but because I cared. And um, I wanted to make the place a safer and better place for everybody, including my family and and everyone around me. So uh, that doesn't make me a saint, but I do think actually it's the biggest drive for most police officers when they start the job. So um, I went into the job with that intention of being a caring person. I'd lost um, a fam- my, my grandfather in a car accident when I was a child. Uh, he, would, he was knocked down as a pedestrian and killed. And um, I be- wanted to become a traffic officer as a result of that to stop that happening to anyone else. But when I got into the job and, and went on through the ranks, uh, I found it increasingly difficult to pass exams. Your show is so brief, I can very quickly tell you I went to a hypnotherapist myself in order to gain some uh, confidence about taking exams. And my goodness, I smashed it out of the park. I mean, I just can't believe it when I say that I became 24th in the UK that year for the police officers taking that exam. And that just blew my socks off. So you don't get a result like that without realizing that hypnotherapy actually is not the woo-woo that lots of people think. It's an incredibly powerful tool. And I just decided that when I left the service as a young man, I was able to retire at 48. I was able to take on a secondary career. And what would I want to do more than make people feel better? So um, actually, the the beauty is, of course, is that you will understand this, I'm sure. 32 years of the police service, seeing every aspect of life from the best to the absolute worst. uh, I've got a bit of experience. So when people walk into my therapy room and they say that they're suffering from something, um, I don't know it all. I, I would never, ever start to say that. But I have experienced quite a bit of life. And I do have a little bit of advice and um, a little bit of understanding and a depth of knowledge, perhaps, about other things outside of law that some people would be surprised about. So mm-hmm. it's helped me no end. What do you mostly see people for? Um, mostly depression, anxiety and stress. And um, because of my background, I really enjoy dealing with people with post-traumatic stress. Um, and that sounds an awful thing to say, enjoy dealing with people that are suffering. But actually, I make, I love making people with PTSD feel so much better. But I'm also on a bit of a mission, um, certainly in the UK, to try and get people to recognize that if we can get ahead of the game, people don't need to suffer nearly as badly. 
And I'm t- I'm not talking about um, early intervention. Of course I am. Of course I'm talking about early intervention once it's happened. But I'm on a mission to be able to get into services and emergency services, military forces, and explain to personnel how their brain works before they get a problem. Mm-hmm. And if only we can understand why the brain creates trauma and why the brain creates those stress responses after it and what we can do to prevent that happening in the first place. It's almost like not carrying a first aid kit, not taking them into major surgery, but actually giving them the training to prevent that injury in the first place. Mm-hmm. We would not give we would not give anybody a job with a huge circular saw in a woodmill and not give them a moment's training on how to use that circular saw. We can expect real disasters and injuries, mm-hmm. but we all of us get a brain, and most of us have never seen a user manual for it. And so actually, if you give people that information of how that machine in their head works, when it starts to go wrong, it's just a mere tweak and it comes right again. And if we can get people ahead of the game to that degree, then all of a sudden, all the suffering, it's not just the people that have got PTSD, it's their family, it's their colleagues, it's their friends, but it's also the time that's lost by our forces, our our emergency services through PTSD, which is costing an absolute fortune. And it would be so cheap just to get ahead of the game and give them that in their basic training so that they had an idea of how to prevent it in the first place. Have you found in the UK uh, that police services are more responsive to you than they might be to another hypnotist knocking on the door? Um, I think so to a certain extent. I do know other hypnotherapists who are working with the services and, and have no background whatsoever. I do think sometimes it might ha- it might be a bit of an in. I might have a little mm-hmm. bit more ear if I say, you know, I have suffered from post-traumatic stress myself. I'm blessed. It's never become a disorder for me. It was never a month long, but I've seen things that nobody should see. And I've done things that nobody should be asked to. Um, And luckily I have had post-traumatic stress, but I know now how to stop that getting any worse. Um, And and a classic example of that is back in May this year, May, 2023, I nearly cut two of my fingers off with a circular saw. Um, And it was touch and go, if you'll excuse the pun. Um, but, you know, when I, w- I was absolutely getting flashbacks afterwards, I would be sitting watching the television and all I could suddenly see was the blades and all I could suddenly see was my fingers. But because of the little bit of training that I've given myself in the past, <laughs> a little bit, um, I was able to sit there and say, this is not real. This is not real. This is just my brain giving me signals that I do not need. They're unnecessary. And you're not saying that they disappear. Mm-hmm. And they got wider and wider apart, less regular, less intense. But it was because actually my illogical brain was trying to give me signals to keep me safe right. when my rational brain was able to say it's not happening. And of course it was so effective so fast because it was so close to the incident. Of course. Unfortunately, so many people continue to suffer for years before getting adequate treatment. Either um, because they are unwilling or worried about seeking help or I'm sorry to say, in this day and age, people are still reluctant to recognize that it's happening to their colleagues. So it's it's about raising awareness of the fact that it does happen. We can stop it. We can treat it and how easily we can do it. Thank you so much for joining us today. People, if you look at the in-print version, you'll be able to see information on contacting Andy, particularly if you are in the services yourself, either side of the Atlantic. Thank you very much for coming today. Bye-bye. Thank you.